Hey sis, before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that this one might be emotionally challenging for some. Preparing our hearts for the holidays includes dealing with some of the harder stuff that our hearts struggle with, especially at this time of year. The content today does include topics of grief, loss of a loved one, and miscarriage. I never want to trigger unpleasant emotions or trauma responses, so please keep those healthy boundaries in mind that we are always talking about. If hearing that upfront triggers big feelings that you're not ready for, this might not be the episode for you today, and that's okay. There have been times when I wasn't ready to hear or talk about it either. It's going to be here if and when you are ready for it. I love you lots, and I'm here for you. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm, break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room, so let's do it together. Welcome to episode 32 of Create Some Breathing Room. We have been talking about preparing for the holidays in this season, and Today, I really want to focus on preparing our hearts as we come up on these holidays, especially on Christmas. You know, this season focuses a lot on love and joy, peace and hope, but a lot of us struggle to share good tidings and joy to the world because we're entering the holidays with grief, with hurt, with pain of some sort. And this can show up in different ways, Uh, different things can trigger it. And so I just want to speak a little bit into that space today. I want to acknowledge that this is a beautiful time of year. It is a wonderful time to celebrate the birth of Christ and all the joy that comes with that. But also, we are human, we live in a broken world, and there's hard stuff. So whether that is you, if this is resonating with you personally, and you are saying, yes, this I'm having a rough time coming into the holidays, this is a hard time of year. Or if you just have other people in your life who maybe struggle this time of year, and you don't exactly relate to that, whichever camp you fall in, this episode is for you today, because I want to speak to your heart if you are the one hurting. And I want to speak to you if you are around people who are hurting, just for that extra level of empathy and awareness. So first of all, what is it that can make this time of year difficult? A lot of things. It may have been the loss of a family member or a friend, maybe toxic relationships where you are with people who it's difficult to be around them. Maybe you are single. Maybe you are isolated from your family, and that could be relationally or just geographically. Either one of those make it difficult. And so as far as the grief, loneliness, anxiety, things that can come, the feelings that come with these situations, for me personally, 
in 2008, I lost my papaw on Christmas Day. And that was a hard Christmas to get through. There was part of me who was thankful that his struggle with cancer was over and he was whole and he was with Jesus, which is exactly where he wanted to be. But at the same time, that meant I didn't get to be with him anymore. I didn't get to have any more Christmases with my papa. And my firstborn was only four months old. She wasn't really going to know him. And so there are all of those feelings that come with it. And when we come to celebrate holidays with those people who've been around for so many holidays, and then all of a sudden they're not there, there is that moment of grief and sadness, and it's okay. Now, for you, it may not be that someone who was there is no longer there. It might be that you are in rough relationships that are toxic and difficult and that presents its own challenges. Another piece that a lot of people don't think about if it's not a struggle they have, when it comes to food, there can be a lot of battles internally with food. And this could be, you know, an eating disorder, but it could also be allergies or triggers that uh, really flare up issues that you have. I know for one of my kiddos, We avoid anything with artificial dyes in it, anything with color, you know, the red 40 and blue one, yellow five and six. We're very familiar with them because with the sensory processing disorder, with the ADHD, those dyes trigger those issues and just amplify everything times a thousand. Well, you know what's really popular around the holidays? Candy with colors in it. (laughs) And it's such a challenge, you know, school parties or friend parties, all the parties, there are candies and cookies and all these things that have colors. And so he does great in that he has learned he does not feel well when he ingests those things. And he will say, I can't eat those things. But also when all the other kids are eating a certain thing and he's left out, that's hard. And so there are just so many different components to this. I just want to speak into it and say, you're not the only one. I know there are people listening who identified with at least one of the things that I just listed, and every single one of those can make this time of year more difficult. So what do we do with it? How do we manage all the feels and the difficulties and still make this an enjoyable time of year? So first of all, can we just acknowledge the feelings? This is something I've really had to work on personally. I like to logic my way through my feelings. I'll feel everybody else's feelings, but not my own. I don't want to deal with my own feelings. (laughs) And so just taking a hot second to acknowledge the feelings for what they are and allow some space for them because stuffing it down or ignoring it is not helping anybody. It's not helping you. It's not helping the people who have to deal with you. Acknowledge it. Sit with it. Don't wallow in it forever, but let it be there for a minute and let it have some space. I do want to say our emotions do get a seat at the table, okay? But they don't get to be the boss who is running the show. They don't get to dictate what you do, how you react, everything about your life, everything about your day. They get a seat. We hear them. We acknowledge them. 
and we work through them, they don't get to boss you around. Hey, it's Rachel, your go-to encourager and coach. I know you love our podcast talks, but imagine taking that connection to the next level in person. I'm more than a clarity coach. I'm someone who's been in the trenches juggling all the things. I get it. I've danced with chaos, overloaded schedules, and the struggle to prioritize self-care. But I found the rhythm. And I've got the strategies to help your ladies create some breathing room. So if you're organizing an event, whether it's a conference, church gathering, or retreat, and you want a speaker who brings humor, real talk, and a dose of inspiration, I'm your girl. Let's chat about making your event a memorable one. Visit racheldbaker.com slash speaking. That's racheldbaker.com slash speaking. I can't wait to connect. That's just a couple of ways, I think, in a healthy way. Like I said, I'm working through this as well, right along with you. But these are things that are helpful that help us deal with what we're in, but also move through it and be present for the moment we want to be in. So I just kind of want to offer a few suggestions of how we can approach these difficult times or situations in a healthy way that helps us to cope and move forward. If it is someone who you've lost, I want to just give you the permission to honor that person in some way. So for our family, I had two miscarriages between the two children that I have right now. I've been pregnant four times. I got two kids in my house. And so those two babies that I lost between the two kiddos that I have with me, that was hard. And it was right around the holidays for both of them when that happened. And so one of the best advice and best gifts I've ever been given, as a friend of mine, when I went through that, she gave me a pacifier Christmas ornament. And it was with the comment of, you don't have to hang this up this year. You don't have to hang this up ever, but I've been through this and I just want you to have something to remember your babies because they mattered. And miscarriage is a whole thing and we're not going to deep dive into it today, but um, a lot of women don't talk about it when it happens or they think it's just something wrong with them. I just want to speak into this space briefly and say it's okay. And actually, I'd say it's recommended to honor that baby in some way. And so every year at Christmas, we pull out that pacifier ornament to hang on the Christmas tree. And my kids know. And the first couple of years when they saw it, they'd ask like, mommy, was this my pacifier? What is this? And I tell them, no, that was, there were two other babies that were going to be in our family, but they're not here with us. They're with Jesus. And so we hang this on the Christmas tree so that they're with us at Christmas too. And we remember them. And it's a little difficult for me every year. And I was not going to get emotional telling this. <laughs> it's an emotional thing. It's hard, but it's important. And it honors those children that I don't get to have with me the holidays. Um, it helps us remember that 
but also I'm not stuffing it down. I'm not ignoring it. I'm not pretending it's not something that's there. And it's kind of a special thing that we all have now. My kids know that there were two other babies that could have been in this family, but they're not here and we hang it and we remember them. And then we celebrate the holidays together. Uh, For those relationships that are difficult, I would say one of the biggest things you can do are to proactively set some boundaries. And if needed, have an escape plan. (laughs) Have somebody else who, you know, maybe they call you at a certain time and I need you to come do this thing, whatever it is, but have boundaries so that if those boundaries are crossed, you then have permission to exit, to leave, to do whatever it is you need to do in that situation to remove yourself from that scenario. I'm not going to, again, deep dive into any of these, but just know you don't have to stay in a place that is toxic. Please don't do it. It's not needed. And the last thing I would say is find some time and space to cultivate joy because some of the things are hard and they become extra hard when it's supposed to be extra joyful, right? So find the things where you can cultivate joy. What is it that lights you up this time of year? What is it in this season that you are especially thankful for? And really do wallow in that because if we sit in the yuck, then yes, the whole season feels like yuck. But if we acknowledge it, if we honor it, if we do something to recognize it, and then also cultivate joy and have moments of gratitude, then it makes the season more meaningful and enjoyable. This time of year is supposed to just ooze comfort and joy, right? But it can also bring heartache and tears. So create some breathing room to acknowledge the feelings you have and validate their existence. They can show up, they can say hi, but they do not get to run the show all season long. Honor those that you lost. Set boundaries for the tricky situations and the difficult relationships, but be intentional about cultivating joy each day. I want to wrap us up here with one final thought. Journaling is a great way to get out all the feelings. It's all valid and space is needed to acknowledge them all. Journal the hard stuff, right? Brainstorm what brings you joy. Write out your boundaries or your escape plan. Always take a moment to write a few things you're thankful for each day. Now, this is not an episode focused solely on gratitude as we approach Thanksgiving. But I do want to wrap up by reminding you that the practice of identifying what you are grateful for is a healing process. So if you need to start with a new journal, I've got quite a few out there. I've just been creating some journals so that as I ask you to step into this space and to create some breathing room for yourself, if journaling is something that would be beneficial to you, you have some resources available. So I've got links in the show notes where you can go and check out the journals I've created for you, or you can head over to racheldbaker.com slash shop and check out the journals we have over there as well. I hope these are helpful for you. And I just want to offer blessings to you and yours as we head into this season. 
Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.